right, everybody, and we are back. It is season two of Secure Your Radio. I um, think we did that backwards. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're gonna change things up this season a little bit. No, I guess so. So I'm Chad. I'm Eric. And uh, yeah, man, season two. Yeah, it is. It is. We uh, we took a few months off, mm-hmm. and we're back. We were not on strike. No, no. Unlike those actors out there who, uh, yeah. <laughs> All seriousness. Uh, glad to see that they're back in business. Me too. I Me miss too. my shows. I, you know, I'm glad that uh, it seems like they've reached something that is, you know, reasonable for them. And uh, hey, look, man, it's still work. You know, I know, yep. I know plenty of actors and. Uh, the work that goes into it that is off the books and, and just, you know, everything going into it, it's it's a lot. So and and the whole basis of it is very valid too. Oh 100%. Right? Like trying to protect your likeness, like as a as a as a singer as well. It's it's hard. That's that's well it's relevant. Yeah. Right? Because you know, you got AI music out there. The difference is is it's not like us artists can go on strike. Yeah. Like, well, it only affects matter. us more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like and, it's. And I'm glad that they were able to strike a, a deal where it's like, yeah, okay, you guys can keep acting, and you guys will stay relevant for a while. Yeah. Which uh, I'm glad personally because I got friends who are actors and actresses as well. Yeah. Um, again, and you musicians are, are seriously feeling it. Yeah, but we we can't do anything about it. You know, it's uh, AI. AI in music is is going to be a lot different than AI in in movies, because movies it's about establishment, mm. right? It's it's your your image, and your brand power is what is what fills those seats. Um, whereas in music, you know, it's you just got to catch on. It's got to be something that hits people's ears, and and that's unfortunately all it takes so to have ai pump out some that people are going to resonate with is a lot easier than to have ai pump out a movie that people are going to want to see yep but, yep 100 but we uh we mentioned some changes yeah so let's start with uh let's start with those so a couple of changes we're not we're not going to limit ourselves anymore to just security no um you know i think we'll diversify a little bit with something we spoke about yep fun fact this technically would have been episode two. I know we tried this a uh, couple weeks couple back, weeks back, and it uh, it unfortunately flopped. We were uh, well, it didn't so much flop as it was going to be a video episode. Yes, we were going to switch the format back to video, um, but we ran into some encoding problems, and just with the file sizes, it, it I didn't want to do that gamble. It's yeah. this is tried and true. We know this works. Yeah. So for now, we'll be back to uh, to audio. But well, we are going to switch things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, it sucks. That was a good episode. I know. We had a lot of fun things to talk about. I guess we'll touch on a little bit of those things then. I'm glad you remember them. Um, what are you jumping in? Oh, on? sorry. I'm trying to think out loud here. Um, but yeah, we are going to be diversifying what we talk about. Still within, you know, relevancy. And we will be definitely tying it back to how it applies to us in security. Because that is yeah. our brand. Yeah. But I guess we're going to be talking a lot more about, you know, modern events. Current, current events. Current events, yeah. That's what we're you can tell we're doing this at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> and not uh, midway through the day because neither of us have the, the mental capacity to be doing this. But here we are. Security, no teach what do. Exactly. <laughs> if you understood what we said, you should be fast asleep. Yes. <laughs> 
unfortunately, it's been a long week. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, not for me. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It has been a long week for me. Yeah, no. That is a lie. It has been. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long couple of weeks. I had, yeah. a, I had a lot of events, a lot of stuff going on at work. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired. You know, it. it my role initially when I took it, I, I know I was very protesty over the fact well, that. Um, hold on. Let's talk. We'll, we'll talk about that after we finish talking about what we're changing here. Okay, okay, okay. okay? Okay. And then we'll talk about what happened to us. I'm, I'm not going to remember, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. As, as you were. Um, where was I? <laughs> I blame him. Uh, oh, yeah. I love uh, that you point and they can't see shit. I know. but I, Hopefully they got the memo. Well, I'm sure they did. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about current events, uh, kind of branching out more into, uh, I guess we could say more of like a debate podcast or a political discussion is what I think the appropriate term for it well i think i think political discussion current events uh global news and matters yeah. i think is uh is a nice way to summarize it yeah still very law enforcement Just, military yeah. uh security yeah. related and we'll be definitely um, talking security news and security yeah. incidents as well for sure because it's again our brand it's our niche but yeah We'll be uh, we'll be expanding. Well, we're up. definitely yeah. We want to expand up and and we saw, we heard your comments. We heard your comments. Yes, yes, uh, we did. We we saw what you guys were saying, and trust me, it might have taken a season, but we're we're going there. It was a short season, okay. I know, nine, eight episodes, uh, eight nine, or nine. nine, eight or nine. Or so, yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. If you guys know, let us know. How Down many episodes? In the comments. We, yeah. And and if you like the new format, give us a couple episodes and um, yeah, let us know. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be going with that. Um, probably talking a lot more as well, like personal experiences over the last little bit. I apologize if you heard a very loud ding. Chad does not set his phone on silent. Kiss my booty hole. Uh, no, that's not my job. Kiss my booty hole. Uh, there no. we go. No, we should be fine. Thou shalt not ding. Um, in addition, though, we are going to be uh, talking about kind of what happened to us in between seasons. Yeah. Because some things have changed. Oh, I mean, why are we filming this at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, Chad? Yeah, I don't know. Why are we? I don't know. Maybe it's because we actually kind of oh yeah that's right well we i'd already moved in on the very last episode i think was uh was the f the day i moved in or um, day after but i think it was the day after but yeah in all seriousness um we yeah some things have happened in our personal lives yeah um yeah so. it uh we became we became roommates um which is cool it's been an interesting experience, but uh, I think we're, we're getting along pretty okay. I think so. Yeah. You piss me off sometimes. And but... you piss me off sometimes? No, I fucking don't. Yeah, screw you. I'm like the best fucking roommate. Kiss my ass. When the full, when the whole first 20 minutes of the episode are us going to be airing our bullshit on, <laughs> yeah. on air. We're going to well, spill the tea. I think, and I think. <laughs> and you don't fucking know. Hey, one of these days we could play a game of uh, which roommate doesn't do this. Oh my god! Who doesn't throw? A, doesn't wash their dirty socks? That's gonna be Eric. <laughs> really? Really? Dude, I do my laundry at least once a week. 
Yeah, I need to. I need so to. I need to do kindly that kiss. I. That's actually what I got to do today. Yeah, I got to do a bunch of it. I got to wash all my uniforms for this week. <laughs> I actually got to wash uniforms again. I'm no longer playing clothes. <laughs> that's right. You're no longer playing clothes. No. So uh, at the end, I think of last season, uh, I think I had just gotten this. Was it this? No, no, I got the mm-hmm. uh, gig. Mm-hmm. I just started the Lickbow gig. I believe so. Yeah. And yeah, so that uh, that fell through badly. Yeah. I mean, when, yeah, somebody, yeah. when somebody pulls a knife on you and they fire you over it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that uh, that that fell through, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, moving on to bigger and better things in the world. Yeah, uh, moving up in lockstep. That's true. Yeah, you and I both. Yeah, I went from uh, I think at the time I was working back at a college setting. Yep. Um, I only stayed there for a couple months. I was able to secure a site supervisor position which is what I currently hold. Um, don't let it razzle-dazzle you too much. I uh, babysit a chair. <laughs> um, jokes aside, though, it, it has ended up being a lot more of an involved role um, than I initially realized, which is good. I'm happy because, you know, my team is one. <laughs> uh, I, I have one guard, uh, no supervisors under me, which is fine, um, which I know, you know, technically speaking, that would make me a supervisor, but I assure you, on the paycheck, it very much says site security supervisor. So, you know, that uh, tells me I really missed the jump on that. Totally kidding. Totally yeah, kidding. Totally. No, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot, man, because there's a lot of politics. You know, it's, it's very, uh, very high level admin stuff in an yeah. office. Excuse my eyes. Yeah, we've been- I'm boring myself just talking about it. <laughs> If you um, if you got that reference, please let me know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. No, but it's uh, it's good, man. You know, I'm I'm enjoying it. I I do want more, but uh, it's good for for the time being. Yeah. What are you What are you doing? Um. Honestly, operations management training. Um. So when I had after I left DLCO, or KT let me go the day after is when I got well, kind of like the other half of what my role was mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um it was a uniformed lp position at uh the clothing store in toronto uh leading the store so operations management which is you know scheduling training equipment procurement the whole nine yards right and um kind of fell back on off of the um actual running of the site the site pretty much runs itself now now the guards are properly equipped and i just do the scheduling and i review the reports and whatnot but i'm not on site anymore mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of politics there as well so we can diverse they've divulged that once the investigation is complete <laughs> you know it's going to be a good story when that is the precursor to being able to talk about it once the investigation's done yeah um, we'll talk about that probably in a later episode. I'm still waiting to hear back on what the hell happened. Um, and long story short, uh, well, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a teaser. So there was a complaint generated, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they got and they complained about the wrong person. 
Yeah, that is kind of fucking funny, though. <laughs> so, you know. They ousted you for nothing. Yes. I think, honestly, my, my money's still on. They didn't want to pay me the, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably cost too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. So, uh, kind of jumped back. Uh, luckily for me, uh, the company that was uh, subcontract, or, yeah, the company that was subcontracted said, hey, we need somebody to manage ourselves. Come over here. We're friendly over here. And I've been kind of doing that ever since. Uh, at least the last couple of weeks I've been covering shifts, but even right now I'm still talking with one of the owners of the company about procurement for a, a tactical team. Yeah, so if he goes dead silent um, or starts sounding like he's talking to himself and has nothing to do with this, it's because he's, you know, working Yeah. Um, while supposed to be doing the podcast yeah, yet he gives me shit for not turning down the volume on my macbook yeah oh boy yeah because you know my phone's on silent sir it wasn't my phone it was my laptop well maybe your laptop should be on silent I sir forgot to turn it down because i was doing sound check before we started okay we're just roommates <laughs> by the way uh, <laughs> they're like fucking married couple no <laughs> no, no 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 he 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 he's he's got something for that. I I I has a I has a human. Yeah. I I has a human, and I am very happy with my human. Yeah, she we is, bicker she is, like she a, is amazing. We bicker like a married couple, but that's because we've been best friends for three years. Three years too fucking long. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Well, you, you heard me, me from over there, huh? You heard me from over there? Yeah, I did. It's good to finally hang out with you again. I know. <laughs> it's it's been, been a minute. minute. <laughs> yeah. It's but so funny. Because we were like, oh man, when we move in together, we'll get to hang out. No. It isn't that. Nope. Maybe we nope. get an hour in the mornings. Bro, the, the mo no, it hasn't no. even been, dude. It it's it's not. Uh, not, no. And the only time I usually get to see you during the week now is if I'm like retardedly late for work. Yeah. But other than that, like weekends maybe if if, if you're I'm, awake yeah, and, if, and get, if i'm home exactly because i work the uh evening shift right yeah. on three to eleven sometimes i'm getting home even later than that so i'm getting yeah. home for example thursday i got home at four in the morning mm -hmm. i was fast asleep until i had to get up for work and i and i wake up about an hour after he falls asleep and i go to work Exactly. And I don't get home until I get home at a decent time, depending on when I split from the office. Yeah. That's but, a beautiful, uh, beautiful thing about you is you actually get to split early too. Well, with discretion. Yeah. Right? It's not like a, a constant thing, but I also have events that pop up last minute where I have to stay later than intended mm -hmm. or they run later than they're supposed to. So it happens, you know? I mean, that's the fun thing about that. Um, you know, I guess we could talk about this a uh, little bit of your personal story there. Uh, what was it? Last weekend, uh, you were on a, another podcast. Yeah, yeah, in an other world. You, yeah, you got to step back into your role as bodyguard, yeah. um, which ties into, you know, current events and everything, too. Um, with all the protests happening throughout Toronto, um, there was a big sit-in the previous night at Union Station, which I had to go to to uh, get to the podcast. It was a five-year anniversary of uh, the sit-down with Scott Dion Brown, um, and I was so blessed and honored to have been invited as a guest to, uh, to talk, play some games, and perform. Oh, and that was a uh, fun day. Oh, it was a great day. But uh, in terms of, like, concern, you know, there was a, a lot of concern for the safety and integrity of the trip, uh, especially going through the Union Hub. 
And I was like, dude, I think I need you. I think I need you for this one. I'm like, you want to come? I was like, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it yeah. was it was good though. It was a good day. Yeah, it felt nice to step back in that world, man. I miss it. Like even with the Oakville show, that's something that happened, you know, in between seasons two. The boy band got back together. Um, I think I did the show yeah. as well. You I did, did my two, solo show. Yeah. I did my solo show plus two shows with the boy band. Yeah. Uh, Manitoulin Island uh, in Oakville, yeah. Ontario. Um, sold out the arena for Oakville, which was freaking incredible. Um, so, you know, we've been busy in, in our yeah. downtime. But uh, but getting back to the more solo stuff, especially, you know, having you by my side for a lot of these things, I'm so used to it. Exactly. You know, especially now if I'm if I'm live and performing, there's kind of that that mental expectation that, that you're going to be, be there. there. Exactly. You know? And I prepared myself for that. Yeah. And it, for me, it's always been like an honor to be there because I get to see you in your other world because I've been friends with security chat yeah. for Years. Years, yeah. right? I trained this guy. but well, and, and you met me during the downtime because of COVID. Exactly. I couldn't do the yeah, other world. I talked about it, yeah. but you never got to see it. But I never got to see it. And for me, um, I guess a little bit about myself, uh, kind of like what I used to do before I really got into security, especially in high school, is I used to produce music and I used to be in a band. Yeah. I used to be a drummer. Still kind of am. Like, obviously, the beautiful thing about playing the drums is you can just practice that just in the air <laughs> you don't need a, a drum kit to practice the drums it's like the only instrument no, as long as you know it yeah then you know it exactly and i just and i always you do still that. gotta try drums in vr i gotta i gotta i gotta install it for you you gotta try it i later. think that would be fun you're gonna try it after the episode yeah in fact i can literally install it while we're doing the episode yeah so that's what i'm gonna do yeah so but yeah so and that's kind of like what really got us into our friendship outside of the security thing because we're both passionate about what we do yeah. we love talking gear we love talking stories it's kind of like the basis of the first season yeah but literally uh, though right yeah but what got us into the second like like furthered our friendship is when especially when he was starting to perform again he's like hey i want to see what you do and even like um some behind the scenes of like our like your solo show this year I recorded some vocals for you. Yeah, that's true. Like I recorded some vocals for true. you, for you, you some, back, um, some backing vocals. Yeah, you became backing vocal. Right? That's true. And then I I've totally... helped you write a couple of things too, and we've screwed around on uh, Logic Pro. Yeah, which I think is actually what we're recording on now. So shout out to Logic Pro. Thank <laughs> you guys for everything. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we we shoot producing stuff back and forth. We shoot ideas at each other. He's helped my brother write some stuff. And we've, yeah. we've all sat down and had round tables with that and just jam sessions. So I wish your brother and I would have finished that track. I'm sure he'd be willing to, but I know everybody life has been busy. Yeah, so eventually. Eventually I think we'll get around to it. Oh yeah. Eventually. But uh yeah, so that's been our personal lives the last little bit. <laughs> He's just over here drumming in VR. I wish y'all could see this. And you know what? Uh I'm gonna take a a video of this and we'll post it to the TikTok later. Oh, I can't believe you right now. You suck. There you go. Can you even hear it though? Is the real question. Yeah, I could hear it. Oh, let me turn up the volume. Hold on. Um, but yeah, so uh when you when you realize that uh some behind the scenes of security radio Chad's a fucking nerd. <laughs> we're actually recording an episode, so uh there you go. And this is what happens when we record episodes, guys. 
Hey, something we, like uh, that. Something like uh, that. We're gonna we're gonna jump out of the metaverse yeah. now and get back to the episode. Yep. I feel like they just heard the drumming in the episode too, which is actually kind of cool. <laughs> uh, say bye to the Tiki Taki. Goodbye behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, Not so, a VR podcast. I know. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Maybe eventually. Maybe I'll have to buy. A, I'll have to buy a Meta Quest. We need to get you a Quest. Yeah, I'll have to buy a Meta Quest. Yeah. After the holidays, when things go yes. down in price. Yes. Okay. And worst case scenario, if I get the Quest Three, I'll give you the Quest Two. I thought you were going to give that to uh, the bug. True, the bug is going to get the Quest Two. So, Sorry, buddy. Yeah, because you also said that to me with uh, your iPad that you also gave to the bug. But yes, which no, I'm not. No, my current iPad. When I get a new iPad, it's going to go to you. Well, yeah, probably not the bug. Yeah, so yes. there you go. But I'm sure the bug might lend you her iPad. Well, it's not a... Not big... that you like Apple anyway. Exactly. So. I was going to say, but for the purposes of everything, easy to airdrop stuff and whatnot. Versus... Oh, I got you hooked, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, in all seriousness, it's that you know anything about me. And I think I said it before on the, pod, uh, on the podcast. We've actually had this debate, I'm pretty sure, in one of the episodes. I don't really like Apple. It's because you don't really have anything Apple. I mean, I used to, but not anymore. And yeah. I don't know. I've always fallen in love with Samsung and Android. I find it's a little easier to use across platforms. But, yeah, I'm so experienced. Across platforms, yeah. And I'm so experienced with it. But, like, again, I mean, Apple's so big, it, you don't necessarily need to. Like, if you say, hey, I, I have an Apple phone. Can I airdrop something to you? Like, it's that's, like, what one of the benefits versus me having to send it to you via email or OneDrive or Google or whatever the case may be. Well, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it other than just AirDrop. You know, iMessage, FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime, yeah. Um, we'll get into <laughs> the Apple-verse. <laughs> we'll sell you on it eventually. Yeah, eventually. But, um, I don't know. I, I like my Samsung. I've had samsung probably what since you met me right so. yeah i've never seen you have an iphone so exactly. yeah it's always I've been i've whereas i've always had iphone the length that you've known me yeah but i haven't actually been apple for that long i know um, it's been roughly five years so right i it started when i bought my first macbook well, and that makes sense for you as a musician yeah having access to Logic Pro. Back then, it was actually GarageBand. I was GarageBand. It was GarageBand, right. and then that eventually led me to just buy Logic Pro, which was a worth investment. Um, cost a lot. <laughs> worth it in the end. Because, you know, lifetime updates, blah, 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 blah. Um, but no, it was it was the Mac, and I was like, damn, this is really freaking good. And I'm like, all right, well, if I got a Mac, when I open up my studio, I'm like, all right, I got, like, you know, Mac Mini, MacBook. Fuck it, let me get a couple iPads to use as mixing boards. Um, Which makes sense. Yeah, well, because I didn't want to get a physical one. It's not worth it. Oh, right? Why? I could just do it all digitally on an iPad. Exactly. Just, you know. And then, then I have two iPads. And that's when so you got the phones. And the uh, no, I think I had the phone a little bit before I got the MacBook. But in terms of like really being in, because back when I had the iPhone, I was still very much Windows. True. Um, and then I got the Mac, and I was like, all right, fuck it. Mac it is. Mac yeah. all the way, because I could do both. I could have Windows and Mac. That's true, yeah, because the beautiful thing about having a Mac. Well, system. Intel Mac. Yeah. yeah, it has to be Intel. Right? You can run Windows on Parallels, and on the new Macs, I will say that it's like native. So you don't really lose much there. And there's crossover and yeah, stuff like that. crossover and emulators and all that fun stuff. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. It's it's different. You know, it's it's a different ecosystem. It has different needs for different people. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
I mean, even some but, security. But my favorite phone, for the record, was the Note 8. Samsung's Loved that phone. Note series. And I, I'm really sad that they kind of discontinued it or like pushed it more into like that A line that they have now versus it being No, the note's not the A line. Yeah, I know, but they pushed it more off to the side is what I'm saying. They kinda Yeah, because you have the off. ultra lines now. Exactly. Right? The ultra is for all intents and purposes the note. It's just they got so big now and the note was the same size as your ultra. So what's the difference? Right. Like it's Even the note S20 was slightly like, wider than your S twenty. I know. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, guys, over the course of the last year, uh, my ex took my S21, which at the time was the newest phone. Now they have the S23. And uh, so I had to downgrade to an S20, which is, for all intents and purposes, the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I again, I like Samsung. I've liked Samsung for a long time. And uh, yeah, I can't complain about it. We should have Bro, let's get into some news. Let's get into some news because there's a lot to talk about. We got a little bit sidetracked uh, there. Yeah. But, Just a couple of nerds chit-chatting about tech. Yeah. And for the record, you're probably going to hear more of that. We're going to be talking tech. We're going to be yeah. talking you. We're going to be talking life. So. Shit, we'll probably end up talking about GTA 6 in oh. a couple weeks. Oh, dude, I am so excited. I can't for wait trailer. for that trailer, dude. Oh, it's finally happening. Like, it's... <sighs> Queen Elizabeth died before GTA 6 came out. I know. I know. It's so funny though. Okay, we're gonna fucking talk about it. <laughs> we're it. talking about it. We've already gone there. <laughs> but like, like everybody's bitching how it's like, oh, it's been like ten years. Shut the fuck Shut up. Fuck up. They're making it first awesome. off. No, hold on. Hold the fuck up. First off, y'all are acting. And Ned Luke, I think it was Ned Luke that said this. Y'all are acting like we expected it three months after GTA Five. GTA Five is ten years old. I know. They wouldn't have started. They, they've probably only put five or six years into this game. We're just acting like it's been so fucking long. I mean, what was the length of time between Red Four. Dead One and Red oh. Dead Two? Oh fuck, who knows? But if, if we're talking Grand Theft Auto, between yeah. four and five was four years. It was four years, but that's because they developed five. I think or started developing five at roughly the same time. They were yeah. wrapping up development on four. If I'm not mistaken, that was literally what happened. So again, and I think the development on five was what something like six years long. Before they released it? Something like that. So I think, yeah, which is Rockstar. About the fucking same as what happened here. Yeah, I think what Rockstar did is rested on their lowers for four or five years, pushed continuous updates for GTA Online, which they're still doing for the record, right? Yeah. And especially considering they bought out CFXRE, so the modded side of it, Mm -hmm. to make it legitimate, right? So 5M is now officially part of the Rockstar family. Wait, is it actually? Yeah, they bought it out. They bought it out. So uh, 5M and Red M are uh, officially part of the Rockstar family. Uh, they bought hmm. them out. In fact, that's why there's a whole bunch of updates for all of these developers that they have to remove all of the uh, branding on all of their assets that is that they don't have a copyright for. Interesting. So, yeah, no, trust me. As someone who... <laughs> runs admin on a 5M server. Trust me, I have to know this. I could never get into 5M. I never understood how to get it started. Really? Yeah. I hope you set it up. It's not that well, I don't have it anymore. Oh, well, if I don't have a fucking Windows install anymore. Oh, well, if you ever say I don't do it on another computer. Maybe I just I'll need to get a get... Windows computer again yeah. for gaming. Yeah. That's eventually. I hope you get it set up, dude. It's not hard at all. Uh, you have a copy of GTA for the PC, I hope. Yeah. I have two. I have one for Steam and one for Epic. Oh, well, there you go. So pick I mean, your poison. I mean, either one works. I use Steam. <laughs> to each their own. 
Yeah, dude, I have on like all the Grand Theft Autos. I've paid for them many times on multiple platforms. Oh, I even I even bought them on PS3 before my PS3 shit the bed and I lost them all. Oh man, I missed the PS3, dude. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love my Xboxes. PS3 was peak gaming. I love the PS3. PS3 so much. was peak. Killzone? I grinded Killzone. I grinded Uncharted. Yeah. And I grinded Infamous. <laughs> For me, it was always Grand Theft Auto uh, 4. So I, I got that shit the day it dropped. I have GTA 4 for um, the Xbox. That's what I had it on. Fuck, I'll say I played on it. I think honestly, my default was always GTA 4. Some NHL and then uh, some Call of Duty. World yeah. at War. World at War. Um, the OG Modern Warfare and Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor was more than I thought. Oh, I miss Medal of Honor. I'm so pissed that they discontinued it and brought out Battlefield. Yeah. Why EA? Why? Look, Battlefield was okay. Battlefield was okay, but I missed until they EA would it. And well, that's the thing is they EA would it. Yeah. Okay. Topics. All right. Let's. We we got, on, we got Nerd, some focus. news to talk about. Holy crap! So let's save. Got um Toronto um sorry Israel Palestine for the end. We'll we'll yep. close on that. Because yep. that's going to be a debate topic. Yeah. Let's start with uh, kind of going back to our niche. We um, Bramley City Center had some fun. So Bramley City Center is in Brampton, Ontario, for you non-Canadian Ontarian viewers, Shout. listeners. Um, and here's the funniest thing. So setting the story, there was a armed robbery, a smash and grab yeah. at a jewelry store at Bramley City Center. Uh, three teenagers. Yep. Came in, smashed the displays. Uh, that jewelry store, unfortunately, doesn't have in-house security. They sometimes have contract. Most of the time, jewelry stores don't tend to have security unless they're external stores. Like a, a people's jewelers, might, uh, where it's like a big building, might have a, um, you know, a you know, couple of security guards or a couple of keys. Yeah. Um, but... In this case, these guys didn't. It was a very small, like mom and pop boutique in a mall, right? In their own little corner, right? It's a hole in the wall. And these three teenagers came in, decided to smash these displays and start loading up backpacks. Mall security responded, and mall security well, decided they came to out throw numbers. Down. Oh, man. They they held their own good. So unfortunately, two of them got away. Um, and here's the funny thing: in the, in the second video I sent you today, mm. you see a guy in plain clothes start chasing the second one out of the building. Yeah. I think he might have been like AP for a different store, probably. Because and he was on the phone. I think he was on the phone with the. Wait, police. where'd you send me on that? Uh, it was on TikTok. Did I see that today? Yeah, so it's a guy. I don't. I don't. Guy I don't get green. TikTok notifications. Yeah, so that's fine. That's oh, I'm I gonna see. check it. I want to see it. Yeah, so it's a guy in a green coat, and he just starts chasing the the, the kid that uh, the the female security guard Sophie mm-hmm. tries to grab. Uh, for full disclosure, the guys at Bramley City Center, I know most of them personally. I've worked with most of them at other places. Uh, Canada's Wonderland primarily. So the one who you see coming in in the black sweater, yeah. his name's Sean. We're friends. I actually te- when I texted him the link to CTV, I'm like, "You're on the news." He's like. No, <laughs> but you hear him get on the f and drop the hammer get on the fucking ground and they started throwing down they dogpile so unfortunately two of them got away sophie tries grabbing one of them but uh 
Sean and, and the other guards, they just tackle this one dude. Get him in this. cuffs. It's oh, and this they, is a much better view. Yeah, and and um, wow. before people say like, oh, why why are they going hands on? They didn't witness the theft. Well, these kids, um, these kids brandished the hammer at the security. Bro, they literally saw this shit go down as I they know. rolled up. They were in the. They were literally still smashing shit when yep. they rolled up. Yeah, but uh, there were some people saying, oh, they can't arrest him for theft. They didn't. No. They arrested him for uh, aggravated assault, brandished weapon, and wear disguise. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no, they roll up. Yeah. And the supervisor there just starts throwing Oh, the knees. second he ran in, he yeah. He starts throwing high knees into the Yeah, the guy in the green just fucking bolts, eh? Yeah. We're going to go. Uh, and the reason uh, the supervisor comes in is because right before that port, um, the guy with the hammer is threatening Sean. Yeah, standing up, yeah, he's about to it. jump and smack. Yeah, um, and full disclosure, the company Paragon Security, whom we've both worked for, yep. and we've talked a couple about of them, times, and we've ta- talked about them before. Yeah, uh, they don't issue batons to the guards at Ramley City Center. They don't issue batons to any of their sites anymore, actually. No. So the last site that did have batons when they were bought out, they they got rid of them, unfortunately. Which and I think in this case. They really should have a couple of guards with them, but that's a paragon thing. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it's getting political already. I think I think there is a use case for them. Um, I mean, I have one. <laughs> I wear yeah. one on my duty belt. <laughs> yeah, but that's your personal one. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying, like, you know, this goes back to the kind of guards yeah. that we tend to get. I know. Right. Would you realistically trust some of the guys that you see out there? Hell no. With a baton? Hell no. Right? Um, talking about that, uh, today at the dollar store at Bramley City Center, that guard had a baton. Yeah. And I, 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 talked, I took some time to stand and talk with him and kind of just you know, pick his brain. And I asked him, like, have you ever had to use it? He's like, yeah. I've had to pull it before. People have pulled knives on me when I've made stops. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I never arrest unless it's less than 200, but I'm going to try to recover. And if you're going to pull a knife on me, you're going to get the baton. I'm like, but if that's the case, why even make the approach? Like, why haven't then it goes to show, like, there's that mentality there that I have a baton. I'm mm. a super cop. Yeah. I'm indestructible. But, like, sorry, buddy, you're, you're not. No. Right. No. And that's, that's, again, yeah, it's, I understand why companies are moving away. From batons and i agree with it personally i do think that it's too easy to become a security guard oh 100 right and because the barrier of entry is so low i think to to give someone that kind of power who maybe especially if they're inexperienced right and that's what ends up happening right is yeah. a lot of these people who are in tactical positions and whatnot are brand new they're brand new, right? They interviewed really fucking well, but have zero security experience. Yep. And when your back's up against the wall, you're not going to be thinking de-escalation as a new guard. You're going to be thinking of self-defense. I mean, when reality is. speaking, and as an experienced guard, it's actually the other way around. It needs to be de-escalation <laughs> first, self-defense only when necessary. Exactly. Like, right? Because your goal should be to not let it have to get to a point where you need 
self-defense. The term of, is left of bang, keeping it left of that bang, right? Yeah. We've had that discussion. That's what we were trained on, right? We've trained people on this. So um, I think that DC kind of has the right of it where you're not carrying any sort of offensive weapon unless you're like an armed guard at like a bank. Yeah. Because like uh, BC, for the record, BC security, they're only allowed handcuffs. And they're allowed to carry giant-ass flashlights, mm-hmm. but they can't be used in an offensive manner unless it's a life-or-death situation. In which case, the law very clearly says for security guards use anything and anything. If you can get your hands on a knife and you start stabbing, well, start stabbing. Yeah. Right? And that wasn't an example cited because that went to court. But uh, BC took away security guards having the ability to carry batons, OC, or firearms mm-hmm. unless you're working in a bank. Or you're part of a cash transport agency. Which, again, man, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it kind of makes sense. It does. I, I think no. that should be the way of it. Again, I've only had to pull my baton a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And I pride myself on being able to talk somebody down. Yeah. Um, again, we've had that. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, we've had to oh, talk yeah. somebody down who's at a level 10, you know, aggravated about to take that swing you're like hey do you really want to go there versus any other guard that i've seen well odds are the baton would be swinging yeah three four minutes and ago. they'd be yelling and yeah it just it would be such an escalated scene yeah however on the flip side of that i do believe that there are certain sites and certain jobs where you need it well that's why i'm saying it you need to have someone who is well experienced and demonstrated. Yeah. Right. That's that's the important part, because even if it's a if you can have an experienced guard who is still going to react the same way. Yeah. So you need someone who is a demonstrated intense situation. Like oh yeah, plenty. <laughs> plenty. We watched one last uh, season who we knew. Well, yeah, well, that too. But I'm saying, even in real life, you and I have experienced people like that. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, you know, we, I shouldn't say real life, but on the job. Yeah. You know, we've, we've experienced people who, you know, maybe ask questions later. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Beat first, ask questions never. Yeah. So, you know, I think demonstration is, is more important if we're talking giving someone the power to physically hurt somebody you know i mean a baton can be a very deadly weapon mm-hmm. people have killed with those mm-hmm. well it's a blunt object man mm-hmm. enough force you can kill someone that. with a fucking coaster <laughs> so enough force right yeah like it's 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 force and location yeah right so when you when you hand somebody a weapon and they don't have the skills necessary to not use that weapon well that's a problem i agree Right. The the goal should never be to have that come out unless it has to come out. Yeah. And unfortunately, any time I think I've ever seen a tense interaction where the guard did have a baton, that baton was in hand. Yeah. Yeah. And I right? if you if you look back and, and think through everything we've seen, yeah. If there's a tense tense situation where the guard had a, b- a baton. Access to a baton. That shit that was already out the yeah. second that it became heated. Which it never that should. Sh- no. Because theoretically, it's like a cop drawing their gun. Yeah. Like, even if they're threatening at you, man, let them. Unless you see a viable threat in their hands and they're coming at you, you shouldn't need to pull and that. Go back to when I was working at the Litbo, yeah. um, where 
I didn't engage the person until I saw that knife come out. And it was still folded. And it was only even there. It took a few seconds. I don't know if I sent you the video on that one, but no, uh, yeah, I didn't have that, the time to. But again, I took the opportunity to grab, like to, he grasped that knife. Mm-hmm. He had the bag full of stolen alcohol in one hand and the knife in his other. And he had transferred the, the knife from the bag, the hand that was holding the bag to his, uh, his dominant hand. And it was that movement in the glint of the silver that I was like, oh, now he's got a knife. Because again, the rule is we can't engage unless they engage us first. Mm-hmm. Right? We can make an attempt at a recovery, but it has to be hands-on. Yeah. So I can only go hands-on if there's a viable threat. So I, and I didn't even arrest him. I just got him out of my store. I didn't want to arrest him. I just wanted him gone. Uh, but yeah. So And again, I got canned for that. So. Yeah, but they were looking for reasons at that point. I know. So, say so I love you. Yeah, <laughs> but... No, I, I really do think that, you know, I think it's a necessity, but as long as it's with, with people who've been proven to be able to actually handle pressure. Yeah. Right, because everybody in the job interview says they can handle pressure, but... When shit actually hits the fan. Yeah, that's know, a different when story. When hits the oscillator. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I've been in so many tense situations in my few short years in this industry, which I think is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Right, because if I if I was a weaker person, that would have terrified me. Right, I would not still be in this in this oh. line of work. Oh, I've had moments where after a call is completed and I'm done tackling a person to the ground, and mm. they've been fighting me, and they did have a knife, and you wrap them up, you throw them in cuffs, the cops take them away, and you think after you're like, holy crap, I could have just lost my life over that. Was it really? See, I've never had that thought after a tense situation though. I have, but like I've never. My my first thought is I'm glad everybody's okay. Yeah, and and I start looking for ways. How could I've been better? Oh, 100 percent. Right? I think self reflection as a guard. Oh, it's so important. It needs to be important. Like what? Even if that call went perfectly fine, you showed up and you made the recovery 110 yeah. percent. By what the could book. you have done better? Like, what could <laughs> I have done better? What There's, what can I do differently well, next time to get a better well, result? Well, we've talked about this so many times before on the podcast too, where We've we've told how you and I were when we were done running calls. As we would talk we about debrief. them, we would debrief each other and say, "Okay, what could have been what could have been done better?" Yeah. Right. What could have any critiques for you? Time. Critiques for me? Yeah. Um, how could we run this part better? Yeah. You know, and that's that's what led to it being such a strong team, right? That's what led to us getting the numbers that we got in such a short span of time. Um, it also helps that we vibe and we're friends outside of work. Yeah, but I think that the the communication mm-hmm. at work is what led to the friendship out of work. Oh yeah. Right. We also hit it off for other shit and that's kind of irrelevant, but like from a workspace scenario, but I'm, but I'm saying like, you know, and I'm not trying to say that I'm like some kind of fucking golden boy here, but like, you know, I've gone through some shit Yeah. and in three and a half years, I've gone through some shit. I've gone through bomb threats, knives being pulled on me, death threats, yeah. Guns, uh, gun situations, two of them. Yeah. Um, fucking brass knuckles at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've had people ambush me. I've had fucking, um, there was another situation until I forgot. Oh, yeah, people threatening to, to wait outside. Remember how we had yeah. to reroute me out another door? Yeah. So, you know, you were there for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, if, if, and, and for all of those situations, I did not lose my my poise no 
I kept it together. I managed the situation, right? And I think that that's and the, the reason I'm only bringing that up is because like it's first and foremost to grow the amount that I've grown in the short amount of time that I have. That's not like that's an anomaly. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's a lot of growth. In in hindsight, like I know people who have not grown that exponentially in a lot longer, mm-hmm. right? And with no driver's license, too, might I add. Oh yeah. So to be able to be, you know, as small as my site may be, site soup is still site soup. Oh, it was right? the same thing with me at the shelter. Yeah. I had no but how many years did it take you to get to that point? Well, I was a supervisor long before that, right? But so for how long? Because if we're talking about my supervisory experience, yeah, you, like six you, months, bro. You jumped. Not even three to less, four. Less you were and you were promoting supervisor. You jumped. Yeah. But bear in mind. My focus when it came to uniform security was a lot different, right? Because even that's at, true. You've always been more attack. I've always and yeah. yeah. Whereas I go for the role. Exactly. I don't go for the uniform or the the type of role. I just want that rank. I see. That was never my thing. I no. like being in the action. I like being in the action too. Right. Right. But if I could take a, a growth in rank. Right, I'll took, take a growth in rank. I took plenty of growths in rank. Right, I had the yeah. opportunities at Canada's Wonderland. I had the yeah. opportunities at Seneca College. I had the opportunity. Man, can't you just let me be fucking proud of myself? Oh, I am. Kiss I am, my ass. As your trainer, <laughs> I am one hundred percent proud of you. Right, you bet on the right horse. Exactly, <laughs> and I, I like to think I came out on top on that one. Yeah, I think so too. Right, I mean, but. Anyway, going back to the primary topic, which is yeah. which is the 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 baton. Yes, I I do think that um, yeah, it's just someone who can handle the situation that way, and they need to be able to prove themselves without it first. I think, especially well, that's that's the yeah. demonstration part, right? It's you got to be able to demonstrate your experience in a proper de-escalation or managing a stressful fucking situation without losing your cool, losing your shit, you know. Yeah. Because, like, it's going to happen many times throughout a career. And uh, and it is what it is, man. But you got to you gotta be able to keep your fucking levels about you, exactly. right? What was, uh, what was the next one we had? Um, I mean, oh, let's see. Uh, there's a couple of things. So uh, what was that? About a month ago, I'm sure you saw this one, too. Because it made me laugh. Because it's the most Canadian robbery I've ever seen. Um... Timmy's got robbed. I did a homeless not. dude. Oh, 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 oh. I did downtown Toronto. Yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that is the one right by my office. Yep. That is the one yep. I frequent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I knew it because I saw the counter. I'm like, fuck, that's my Timmy's. Yep. So, uh, about a month ago, this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's the most Canadian freaking robbery uh, ever. Not even, a, it was a donuts. Yeah. You went after the donuts. He got, so this, this, Poor, and I'm pretty sure he's he's homeless, probably on on narcotics or mental health. Oh yeah, mix of the two. And um, <laughs> it, it's it's actually sad because people bring up very good points with this one. Uh, this this gentleman, well, I don't know this, this person, yeah. uh, had jumped the counter, grabbed one of the bread or bagel cutting knives. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was the yeah, yellow I handle. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was, yeah. yeah. It was the yellow handle, so it's made for cutting, like, breakfast bagels. 
Right, where <laughs> eggs are going to be in contact. <laughs> and he starts threatening the... I the feel poor, so bad for laughing. The, the poor um, Tim's employees, because they're not called associates. They're Tim's employees. girls. And the, poor, the, poor, the, yeah, the poor girls behind the counter. So they back up. They're just sitting there. Somebody ends up pulling the freaking fire alarm. <laughs> right? Ah. To try to clear the building. And um, this guy ends up taking two freaking Boston Cream Donuts. Walks out of the counter, drops the knife, and walks out. I'm thinking to myself as I watch these events unfold. Once he drops the knife, I'm like, why did nobody just try to tackle the dude? Like, they're all like fucking five foot nothing girls, dude. No, I'm not talking those. I'm talking the guy behind the camera filming. When you flip around, he's a big sucky. Like, what the dude, well, step in and protect these girls, bro. Yeah, but you don't know what the fuck that guy's going on. There's seven or eight people inside the store. Who are watching this? And I'm not. And I know the Tim's employees want to get involved. I got two. Not. I got two words for you, bro. Excited delirium. Ah, that's fair. Thank you. Right? <laughs> but it's still seven or eight people inside that store. Yeah. He grabs a limb and takes them to the ground. Like, yeah, I know. But we've still... seen people do that in malls. We've seen people. Do that. But on, like, we're he dropped we're, his weapon. Yeah, but we're also talking like over donuts. Like he's a homeless dude. Where the fuck's he gonna hide at home? He still threatens a couple of girls. I you know where he lives, right? The fucking encampment down the block. I'm sorry. I, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, God, I wish I was there because I would have just bodied him. Yeah, but you know he got caught. He lives at the encampment. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't even think they caught him. I'm sure they did. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. But, <laughs> but yeah, this, this, yes. poor, this, this, this guy fucking... The only thing more Canadian was the maple, maple yeah. syrup heist. He doesn't even say anything. He mm. drops the knife. Like, like just somebody just yeah. Close the door. Then you can have one person close and lock the door. Another person, and here's the what pisses me off: it's the bystander effect. Yeah. Right. Is I'm not going to do anything because somebody else is. Yeah. Right. And we're trained on how to freaking break that up. You go call nine one one. You go get me the defit. Yeah, but that's you the shit we do with... every day. Right. That's different. We did that shit every single day. Yeah. Right? 100%. Whereas a lot of these people, you know, no matter how fucking big they may be, that might not be what they do. And ch- chances are it's fucking not what they do. No, probably not. No. But most, and here's the beautiful thing about Toronto, is most people have some form of CPR certification. Because they have it for work. And what's something they teach you? They don't teach you this in security classes. They teach you this at CPR. Break the bystander effect. Right? You yeah, but most call 911. Yeah, but, you lock the doors. But most people aren't going to af- affect that to other situations. And, that, and I think right? that's where training is lacking. Well, yeah, because it's not, it's not right. <clears throat> emergency situation control. No. It's first aid control. Yeah. Right, and that's that's where it they comes from. The parallels. Yeah, because like, I wouldn't expect your everyday person to be able to command a fucking emergency situation, let alone a, a armed robbery, yeah. which is for all intents and purposes that's, that's what, what that was. was. That was an armed robbery, you know. So you know, to to expect some rando, even a construction worker, to be able to command an armed robbery, it's not going to fucking happen. No. You know, I, I I'm still thinking to myself like, and I think you had mentioned the same thing like God, if we were there, we would have just bodied the guy after he dropped the knife because I'm not approaching. I would be standing there by the door with my baton out. Well, you are. Especially in downtown, 
you and I already got vests. Yeah. You and I already got fucking cuffs. Of course we would have already had them done. Yeah. Right? But that's us. That's us. Right? That's two people who, who know our experience, know our communication, know our ability to get shit done. Yeah. Right? But we can't expect other people to be us. No. You know what I'm saying? No, but I just find <clears> it sad that the bystander effect is still a thing, especially after everything that's been going on, where we've seen people thing. in malls, someone shoplifting, and they freaking swarm them. Okay, well, that, that brings you up. Actually, that's a good little segue to another like small personal story that I experienced within the last couple of weeks, uh, especially when it comes to the bystander effect. So I was on my way home. From work, I had left a little bit early, because um, I really just wanted to get home. <laughs> I remember that day. And, um, well, yeah, because I called you after yeah. it happened. And uh, so I'm on my way home, and it had started, it was uh, it was raining. It wasn't snowing, but it was raining. It was really shitty weather. And I'm just about at Union Station, and I look kitty corner um, across from me on the other side of the street. Uh, old lady. Slips, falls, boom, right on her face. And I'm like, okay, like, let me see how many people go to help her first before I step in and offer to help, right? Because all it takes is a couple yeah. who know what the fuck they're doing. Because realistically, old lady falls, hits her face, that's going to be a 911 call 100% of the time, Yeah. right? So I'm waiting to see, you know, how many people. Fucking one person helps her. I'm like, shit, okay. Like, I'm going to go help. So I wait for the light to change. I immediately go over, walk up, introduce myself. I'm like, hey, you Okay. My name's Chad. I'm first day CPR. Can I help you? Yeah. Let me see. Do you mind if I take a look? All right. And she fucking busted up her lip. Oh, like her teeth went right through it. Ow. And uh, she's gushing blood. I'm like, all right. You know, we got, we had, were able to get some tissues. I'm like, okay, here's what I want you to do. Apply some pressure to that as firm as you can. Uh, can I call you an ambulance? I think you should. Okay. We're <laughs> going to call you an ambulance. Get her an ambulance. Um, and it was it was good. It wasn't that long of a wait. Um, I think it was maybe 10 or so minutes tops. We were able to get the bleeding under control. But it's one of those things where, you know, two people helped her that day. Yeah. Not including her husband. Two people. Me and one other person. You know, and that's, it's kind of fucked, man. Yeah. You know, that that's that's the world we live in now where it's it's very much it's more not my problem. It's more advantageous for people to take out their phone and start filming yeah. than it is for them to start to jump in and handle it. Yeah. Versus 10 years ago, old lady falls. Oh, everybody would, everybody would be like, oh, let me get you tissues. Let me go yeah. get a, a first aid kit. Let me call you an ambulance. Let me flag down a police officer. Something. Right? Yeah, it's a very different world. Yeah. And like, it doesn't take that much to help somebody out. I'm kind of I'm kind of upset with myself that I even thought for a second not to go. That part I feel like I almost failed a fellow person, but at the end I went, so I'm I, I'm not going to hold that against yeah. myself, right? And bear in mind, at the time, it's not as if you carry gloves on you or no. you have a first aid kit with you. No, but versus me, I always have one in my backpack. I always have gloves on me. I always have the ability to at least stop somebody from bleeding out in the worst case but but at the end of the day i know that i have the necessary training to help someone in that situation yeah and that's the right thing to do regardless of if i have gear i don't need to have gear right to to fucking stop anybody on the side of the way hey you have tissue or you know the active construction site behind it saying hey I need this now. Can you get it for me? It's for a medical emergency. Yeah. Thank you. 
right? I'm sure they could run me over something. Yeah, they definitely have suffice. a first aid kit or whatever. Exactly, right? So, you know, I I don't need to have it on me to still be able to help. In that case, 100%. I'm not going to touch you, but I'm going to tell you what you need to do to take care of yourself, All which right. is apply pressure to it, Yeah. right? It's a lot of bleeding. It's going to fucking hurt, but I promise you, you're going to thank me, and she damn well did because when that thing was down to nothing when the ambulance showed up, like, she could have gushed out, but no, you're able to real, like, radically control it. Yeah. So, but it's true. Like, the biocenter effect is so fucking annoying. prevalent. It's and it's, it's, annoying. A, it's so annoying. It's, it's upsetting because. Like, I, I mean, I guess this goes into another personal story of mine. When I made an arrest at the Lickbo, right, I was solo and this guy had gotten violent with me. And here's the beautiful thing. There was 15 or 20 people inside the store. And this little lady, this young girl, and I think she must have been a security guard herself, off duty. And then this uh, older gentleman, a homeless dude from down the road, who always comes in and buys a couple of beers. I'm struggling with this guy. This guy's resisting. He's throwing punches. He's getting aggressive with me. He's trying to push me away. He's holding onto my vest. Mm-hmm. I get him towards the door, and they just jump in and immediately grab him. But everybody else is just there, filming, filming, yep. filming. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and I'm I'm looking at these people. I'm like, yo, help me. Yeah. And what do you right? You know. But you're different. Because you're you're security. Yeah. Right. But if security saying, hey, oh, help man. me. No, because here's the thing. You're fucking you're the enemy. I know. Right? No. And that's that's the problem. You're the uniform. You're you anytime you need to do your job. I know you are the enemy. the enemy. Like I I was showing Bug. Uh, some videos of what to expect because uh-huh. it's her first shift tonight in security. You obviously know that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's my girlfriend's first shift in security tonight. Uh, she's literally starting in about eight minutes from current time. Yep. And throughout the week, I was showing her videos to say, like, hey, right, because you're going to be working initially, we thought in retail, you know, I showed her some audit videos. Say, hey, this is what you can possibly expect. Yeah. And here's the right answer. Here's how you engage these people, yeah. right? But here's what to expect because they're going to do everything to catch you slipping. They're going to frame it however they want. Um, and one of them, this was at uh, Fairview, Fairview Mall. It was uh, the cops were dealing with something with minors. Yeah. This dude's filming it, right? AKA filming the minors, which is not okay in any circumstance on public or private property. No. Right? Um, so police clearly and visibly tell the security guard to go up to the guy and be like, hey, Go away. Mm-hmm. Refuses to do so. Goes off on the security guard, all this other crap. Cops finally come up like, hey, like, why are you? And even she's like, why are you filming a minor? Yeah. Like, you need to leave. Like, you can't be over here filming minors. This is mm-hmm. private property. Oh, it's public. No. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. But, <laughs> but it always pisses me off when I have to explain to somebody just because it's public access, it's not public property. Yeah. And if you don't leave, you end up in a pair of these. <laughs> but, like, even the cops had to come up and be like, dude, like, you're filming minors. Like, he's like, what minor did I film? Like, the fucking minor right there. Like, how dumb are you? The minor. He's like, well, I don't know how old she is. Like, dude, she's clearly a fucking, she's visibly a minor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, just situations like that, it pisses me off. Because it's like, like you, you don't need to know what's fucking happening to just keep your nose out of it if you're mm-hmm. not going to be of any help. Exactly. Plain and simple. Right, I'm sorry, nine times out of ten, if you think you're helping the person on the other side of the cuffs, you're, you're actually not. just making it worse. And we talked about that before. Yeah, you're making it worse for them and you're making it worse for you. 
Because guess yeah. what I'm going to eventually end up doing? I'm going to end up looking at you and be like, you don't want to leave? Cool. You're under arrest now, too, for failure to leave when directed. Yeah. And, and all you're doing is egging on, egging on the other party. Which? Which makes them resist, which makes them get hurt. It makes it have to get more physical than it needs to be. The arrest you know? that I made at the train station on the way home from a guy who tried to rob me. Case in point. Literally, the crowd was yeah. Yeah. egging us all on. <laughs> like, and literally, the funniest thing about that was all I did was show up to drop off your fucking wallet. Yeah. And dude starts staring me down. And I'm like, you okay? And he starts trying to pick a fight with me. And then the cops said I was trying to pick a fight with him. I'm like, nah, man. I'm going to fucking do shit. Oh, dude's trying to fight me for nothing, man. That's why I walked away around the corner. Oh, I was going to go around the corner, too, without y'all even having to ask me. I was going to like, I'm out of here, bro. So stupid. Still can't believe you almost got robbed on the train. That's Getting off fucked. the train. And every full-time gear, talking yeah. to a guy in a black suit who's also a security guard wearing a vest. Like We both looked at this guy. I'm like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> like of all the people you chose. And here's the funny thing. Quite obviously, the people cuffs. visible. Oh, okay. I know, I know. Right. All right. Trust me, I know. It's he's not. He wanted to go to jail. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I promise you, he wanted to go to jail that night. Oh no, he was drunk off his stolen LCBO alcohol. Yeah, he wanted a place to sleep it off. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and a free meal. Yeah. Well, he's now getting three hots in a cot, and yeah. uh, he pled guilty to robbery. So <laughs> that rightfully fucking so. Yeah. Someone probably had debt. Well, they they dropped uh, they dropped the uttering threat charge. Pissed me off. Yeah, well, those are harder to prove without video footage. Yeah, well, even I'm though even though he was threatening me with the cops there, which again that's stupid plea deals and our justice system is fucked. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. What's our last topic, buddy? I think, this is a, I think this is a running long one here. Well, that's good for our first episode back. It's very. Uh, Intense. Yeah, well, we're coming up our first hour, I think. Yeah. Or uh, so two. I don't one know. More topic, <laughs> one more topic that we're going to talk about before we kind of switch over to uh, the big one. Yeah. A lot of stores, uh, a lot, especially like chain, um, grocery store chains and big box stores, just mm. were finally switching away from self-checkout. Yes, I saw, and it makes my heart smile. Yeah, because uh, for those of you who don't know... Mm. A lot of these big box stores are claiming that they're being robbed blind. Mm. And to an extent, they are. Oh, 100%. Except for Walmart, because they know how to fucking do it. Yeah. Now that they show you. Wasn't there an open bottle? No, that one's done. Really? Yeah. It's our last bottle of pop. Oh. I tried telling you earlier, and you didn't listen. You're like, I swear to God, there's no one. Like, okay. Alrighty. Well, that's uh, good to know. I'll get more pop to the next time I go out, probably tomorrow. Do a formal bottles. So, yeah, unless you're Walmart and show pictures of what you're scanning so that uh, everyone can see. Yeah. Uh, which most places don't. No. Do you want to talk about? Um, no, I'm good. All right. Um, I still have a pretty full glass over here, so. Um, for the record, we've uh, officially gone dry status on the podcast. That is true. That um, is true. We, uh, we don't drink alcohol. I guess we can say this now. Yes, every single time that uh, we were drinking pop 
you know. It was not soda. It was uh, there was happy juice. It in was that. happy so I think they knew. <laughs> of course, come they on, did. man. When we were like fucking forty five minutes in, and I'm slurring. Yeah. Okay. Because we have like six obvious. or seven of them, like throughout the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we became pretty drunk on some of those. Yeah, yeah and, but... and it didn't stop there. But that's besides the point because, yeah, we, we no longer partake yeah. during the episodes. I don't drink at all. Yeah, and I pretty much cut it out too. Yeah, you haven't drank in a while either. I haven't drank in a while either. Yeah. So, no, personal yeah. growth all around. Yeah. Back to self-checkouts. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of stores have uh, finally disabled the self-checkouts. I personally think they were stupid to begin with because why am I – doing what should be done by an associate why am i being my own associate and i still have to pay full price if not more to fucking use the thing now fuck you if they're a convenience factor yes but they should not be the primary go-to no and the problem is is places invested more in the self-checkout than they did in the regular checkout and the customer service yeah and that's the fucking problem right when you when you have primarily self-checkout banks Versus checkout lanes. Yeah. There's a problem. I mean, even looking at like the fucking um, the grocery store that we go to right here. Mm-hmm. And these places, again, they're getting hit blind. But here's the thing. Self-checkout, if you don't have an associate monitoring, you don't have security monitoring, mm-hmm. you're going to get, and even with a, a freaking gate, well, guess what? You don't have anybody paying attention. You can't detain me. I'm nope. going to raise a stink, whether I stole or not, because can you prove I stole? Did you mm-hmm. see me do it? Oh, you have oh, stuff in your bag. buddy, I promise you, if I didn't steal and you come and accuse me of stealing, I'm letting you do whatever the fuck you're about to try to do. Oh, please, please. Here, I'll give you the handcuffs yep. myself. Yep. I will take my payday. Yeah. Here, here, here. Go ahead. You know what? I'll even assume the position. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and put them on. Because I'll see you in court. And trust mm-hmm. me, I will never... Your store will be my store. Yep. <laughs> It'll be uh, Eric Snow for <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's good that they're switching away. Yeah, you know, it never never should have been the fucking priority. You know, and then this whole thing with like these barricade style locks at the exit of these self checkouts, where they you have to show. No, I'm sorry, that's retarded. Because what if I didn't buy anything here? Yeah, right. I'm not. I don't have to prove shit to you. You have to prove it to me. Yeah. And they're they're flipping it around, which yeah. is not okay. That's literally detention at that point. Yeah. You know, you're literally detaining me. What if I came in, you didn't have what I wanted, and the only way I can go is to self check. Oh, you, where are you going with that bag? I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. You have stuff in that bag. Not from here. Show it to me. No, no. <laughs> that's not how this works. They tried doing that at the Walmart when I bought my TV. Yeah. Which? No. Can we see the receipt? No. No. You need to show us. No, no, I don't. And they asked us how many times. It's like two or three separate people asked us to see it. Yeah, and I said, you're not going to see it. It's no. not going to happen. It's like, we just bought it. We ran it out at the checkout, and now we're leaving. Yeah. We ran like, it out the electronics not... section, which we can't. I can't take electronics out of the electronics section anyways. Unless it's been paid for. They won't even remove the wrap yeah. until it's been paid for. The wrap is off. It's not a small TV. No. Right? So your AP is not chasing me. Yeah. So I'm sorry. With all due respect, we ain't showing you dick. No. Like fuck it. If and, and like who who are you to say that we didn't walk in the other door with it trying to return it? Yeah. Right? We wouldn't. We didn't. We bought it. Yeah. That's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Like, I'm sorry. If unless you have it posted at the door that we must show proof of purchase, like Costco does. But even there, 
Costco, that's a condition of membership. Yeah. Right? It's not a condition of entry. No. What it does say at Walmart is you may be checked on the way out. But here's the thing. We were checked on the way out of the electronic section. Mm-hmm. We fucking paid for it. Yep. <clears throat> know your fucking product. Yeah. And that's what these stores need to start doing is they need to learn their fucking product. Well, even beyond that, it's I I have no requirement no. to show you. If you think I stole it, prove it. To arrest me. me. Yeah. Arrest me. If you are 100% certain that I did not pay for that product, Again, arrest I me. I will give you the cuffs myself. Yep. Oh, we can't put cuffs on. You're putting them on me today. Because guess what? The cops showing up asking, why didn't you just show them the receipt? Because I don't fucking have to. Yeah. Well, it would have. It doesn't matter doesn't what it would have done. It would have violated my rights. Yeah. Right? It would have been, it would have became a detention, yeah. which we cannot do. You know that. No. I know that the as a only security time guard. We can detain as a security guard <clears throat> is for breach of the peace. And even then, I ain't going to detain for shit. No. I'm going to end up arresting you for assault because it's the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, for me, I am that guy that if you stop me to ask for a receipt, the answer is no. No. Unless it's Costco. Which is a condition. Which I don't go to Costco. Exactly. So, so F you. there you go. Suck it all. And if I did go to Costco, I would. Yeah. Because that's a condition of Costco. I Everybody fucking knows that. Yeah. Everybody knows. They check it. Hey. And they're not checking it to see if you stole shit. They're, they're checking, checking it to make sure you got what you paid for. Yeah. Right? And they checked was... it to make sure that you're getting the deal that you came in there for. Exactly. Walmart, I'm sorry. They're not checking to make sure of anything other no. than to make sure that you're leaving with, <laughs> with items that you paid for. Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to be helpful. No. Right? And that's the problem. Because it's never... Uh, it's, it used to be. It yeah. used to be that they were being helpful. Yeah. Until it became security guards checking. Yeah. When you have security guards checking it, it's obvious what you're now looking for. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I ain't showing you shit. Give me a reason to show you, and I'll show you. Yeah. <clears throat> and that reason better include a pair of handcuffs. Yep. And even yeah. then... Well... Right. It's gonna look real fucking awkward when I didn't steal shit. Yeah. But yeah, so my answer's always no. No. So <laughs> ask me all you like till you're blue in the face. And I'm going to tell I'm gonna, and I'm gonna keep walking. Yeah. And if you touch me, I'm gonna stop. You get to add assault to it too. I'm gonna stop. Oh, oh yeah. you're like, are you arresting me? Well you put your hands on me, so you're arresting me. So let's go back to that office. Here yeah. you you have you, you have arrested a, me. You have officially arrested me by preventing my movement yep. as of right now. So let's just go sit down. Yeah, I, you, no, you, I'm not free to go. You put your hands on me. Yeah. I oh look, I got handcuffs on. I'm gonna sit right here. Go ahead, call the police. Okay, I probably wouldn't go that extra. Oh, I would. I would 100% be petty. But yeah, he arrested me. Well, he didn't put the cuffs on you. No, I put them on myself to show that I'm under. I think enough time has passed that I can share this story. Um, I don't know if I've shared this one on on. I love that you actually cuffed yourself. I did. I did for the. the you love right. your handcuffs. I love the new hinged ones. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, not sponsored by Ask, but any Here security goes, guards man. out there, uh, buy Ask handcuffs. Seriously. Hey, you have shut up. You have a pair. I do. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the cuffs. I love the cuffs. I'm shitting on you. <laughs> oh yeah. Was, wait, pause. That sounds gross. Well, there's no R. Kelly here, so I think we're safe. R. Kelly's rain on me, bro. True, true. <laughs> but no, so I've the thing that too is like I've witnessed so many false arrests. Oh, 100 percent Right. Where it's it's very infuriating to then see it in the wild. Cause like, first and foremost, if you're doing security, you need to understand 
what an arrest is. Mm -hmm. Right? You need to understand that an arrest is not saying you are under arrest. No. That there's other arrest. There's other ways to arrest somebody. The second you prohibit someone's freedom of movement, you have arrested them. Yep. Right? If you've touched me, if you've prevented me from leaving, i.e. making me show you my receipt, forcing me to show you my receipt when it is not posted up that I have to anywhere in the store, you've arrested me. Yeah. You can politely ask, and if my response is no, yeah. and you stop me, you've arrested me. If, if you and continue, I'm going to really stink. If you continue it any further than have a wonderful day, you've arrested yeah. me. Or, okay, thank you. I've had those conversations with people when I've checked bags and asked for the series. No? Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have a lovely day. You said no. It's a voluntary thing. I have never done customer bag checks. Um, I only do it if I'm 100% sure that you stole. And at that point, you're like, no, you don't want to show me your bag and give me back the items? Go ahead and turn around and face that wall right there. You're under arrest. Again, I've never done that. Because the only time I've ever had anyone go into their bags it has been because they've stolen mm -hmm. and I'm telling them to take it out. Right. I don't, I don't do this big check at the door. No, no, no. It's, Hey, yeah. So store security, they're going to go ahead and take those things out your bag because you didn't pay for them. You know, I know that you didn't pay for them because I've been watching you this whole time. So let's make with the goods, get you out of here and not make it bigger than it's gotta be mm -hmm. plain and simple. You know? Yeah. I don't like bag checks. Um, to each their own, though. I've done them. If, so, for the record, the store that I was working at, it was a requirement for us to be able to make an approach. We had to give them the opportunity to say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about the... Whatever. Fine. I hated doing it, but it was clearly posted that your bag will be checked on the way out. So, yeah. it was a condition of entry. Yeah. Cool. In that case, fine. If it's a condition of entry and... It's a but that's different. Yeah, it's a condition of entry. Yeah, I'm talking the places where it's not. No, where where, where it's not, I I've always instructed my guards like no. Yeah. Hey, be a visual presence. Someone's coming at you and you know this told. Be a visual presence. Hey, you pay for those? No, I drop the bags. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Last topic of the day. This is going to be a fun one. Oh, should we do Yeah, yeah. This episode's already gone for two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, one hour and 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, the, the two is for second hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. don't try to understand logic. Okay. Logic understands you. So we're 14 minutes into the second hour. Correct. Okay. okay. Yes. So we're still making good time then. Yes. Cool. I thought we were longer than we were. No. Awesome. No. That's what I thought, too, the very first time I did a long session in logic and i was like oh no it's just an hour okay. i'm just stupid yes so we're going to talk about what's going on in the world right now um it's so we'll touch a little enough. bit on ukraine because this all ties together now because i think everybody's got has an opinion and we're going to touch on uh israel palestine and hamas where should we start because this is gonna we're, we're going to start with saying if you like what we do <clears throat> Uh, we're clearly not monetized. No. And we will so, never uh, will be. If you want to donate, just reach out and let us know. Yeah. Moving on to the actual topic. Where the fuck do you want to start, buddy? Let's start. Can we start with the protests supporting a, a, a known terrorist group? 
So I'm going to preface this. Palestine, so the Palestinian people, mm. right? Very much like the people in Israel, very much like the people in Ukraine and the people in Russia, obviously do not represent the actions of their governments or of the organizations that claim to represent them. Yep. I want to preface this that the people of Palestine and the people of Israel are both suffering right now. Yep, 100%. Right? For the decisions that were made by a few, the many are suffering. Right? And nobody can claim that these are the needs of the many. No. Mm -hmm. I think that both sides, both government organizations, note the air courts because I do believe Hamas is a terrorist organization. Um, based on the definition of terrorism, is it's using violence to incite political change. That's yeah. the definition of terrorism. Straight out of the criminal code. <laughs> yeah. And using violence and the fear of violence, the rocket attacks, the suicide bombings over the last... We were watching a documentary earlier that mentioned over the last 20 years. We can go back, way back to 1897 when the UK ruled that area. Mm -hmm. And these, this has been going on since then. Oh, this has been going on for, you know, almost 100 years. If not longer. Yeah. Right? Again, back to when the UK ruled that little corner of the world. <sighs> these organizations do not represent the people. No. And my heart goes out to <clears throat> both sides. Both the Palestinians and the Israelites. Because yeah. I believe that you are both suffering heavily. I am not a Zionist. I do not support Israel's actions. I do not support Hamas's actions. I believe both sides are equally at fault. That is a long disclaimer. It needs to be said because yeah, if I no, don't I, I, trust say, me, you'll be canceled in a heartbeat. Trust me. I, I have well friends aware. who are going nuts, and I'm like, look, I'm not taking a side. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're representing. No, I'm not taking a side. I believe both sides. Now, here's what I will say: is it's indisputed that. Oh. It's indisputed that this current situation was provoked by the Hamas. I agree with you on that one. Right. Completely indisputable. Like coming into Israel and kidnapping uh, uh, hundreds of people yeah. and killing more. Yeah. Was the, the, yeah, that was... So, in this situation right now, the protests that are happening calling for a ceasefire I have to say, it's extremely unrealistic to expect someone who was attacked to stop the attack, uh -huh. the counterattack, right? At the end of the day, right, this is defensive moves. I mean, it would be like Canada invading the U.S., mm -hmm. the U.S. pushing back and counterinvading Canada. And the Americans telling the Canadians to stop shooting. Canada invades U.S. Yes. U.S. reinvades us. Yes. That would be like Canadians telling the U.S. to oh, yeah, stop hurting us. Yeah. Yeah. Not them, but yeah. us yeah. saying it. 100%. That's yeah. exactly what it would be, though, right? It's Even if we had like a, like a fringe group, right? Yeah. Which? Which at that point it would become terroristic. Anyway. But it's it's the matter is is it's at this moment it shouldn't just be a ceasefire on Israel but on both sides. I agree. We should be calling for the Hamas to fuck to fuck off. 
quite right. frankly. Yeah. And for Israel to chill the fuck out for a minute, right? Which I understand why they're not, right? There are still hostages yeah. that are still civilian. Casualties. Well, no, I'm talking the civ- yeah. civilians that are still alive and in, yeah. in, in the hostage, wherever the fuck they're keeping them, yeah. right? And that's a situation where it's like, man, like, if, we, if you're if you're trying to, to set a point to get your people back, what better way than to unfortunately unleash fucking hell and fury? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean and they like, said that if this was going to happen, there will be war and hundreds will die. Yeah, I mean, and Hamas, quite frankly, told them. Well, so Israel's thing was, you fucking knew this. You're gonna fucking find out. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Hamas fucked around. Yeah. Now they're finding out, mm-hmm. and it's not the finding out that anybody likes. And like, and this has been going on for such a long time. These unprovoked attacks. It's just not at this scale. No. Right. It's been and a like this has been a thought, and this has been a thought out operation. Yeah. Like this has been done over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Where they have been premeditating this attack and how they're going to do it, mm-hmm. including and not limited to the festival. Yeah. So, like, yeah, attacking. Uh, and like that was a, that was a, a choice. Yeah. To attack hundreds of of innocent people. You're not attacking a military target, and the, no. to the people saying that, oh, Israel's a belligerent occupier, Israel. By definition, and the UN has agreed. Now, UN has said that Israel occupies Gaza. Israel has very little to do with Gaza. It's not even funny. They have Hamas. Hamas. Yeah. Actually, runs Gaza Strip. Yeah, and the West Bank. No, West Bank is Palestine. Well, the West Bank is Palestine. Um, Well, except they're very closely governed at this point. And they've even gone and said that. Like, I mean, we know that they they're known to guilty and proven innocent. Yeah. You know, humanitarian uh, crimes, uh, war crimes, all that stuff. <sighs> There's documented all that, but when it comes to Gaza, by definition, Gaza is in Israel's territory. It doesn't belong to Egypt. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to Syria. It belongs to Israel. We know this. You look at a map, it's in Israel. Yeah. Right? It certainly doesn't belong to Jordan. Jordan's on the other side of the freaking country. Yeah. So, who does it belong to? It borders the Mediterranean Sea in between Egypt and Syria. By definition, that's Israel. Now, Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005 because it was costing them too much to persecute a war there. So they said, screw it, you can have it. Yeah. But Israel also pulled out all electricity and clean water, said, you want this, figure it out. We're not helping you. Mm-hmm. Which, by definition, they've surrendered all claims to that territory. Yeah. Right? It's not their responsibility to provide clean water. It's mm-hmm. not their responsibility to provide food. No, these guys wanted it. These guys wanted to govern themselves. Yeah, and they gave it to them. Well, said, figure sure. it out. It's all yours. Take it. Right? It would be like Quebec separating, and Canada and being getting like, cut off the Canadian grid, <laughs> right? And then and then Quebec turning around and be like, "Well, you're not giving us money, you're not giving us food, you're not giving us water." No, motherfucker, figure it out. Yeah, you want it to be your own thing. You're your own thing now. Have yeah. fun. Figure it out. It's not so fun when you want to go grow up and play politics, is it? 
And the thing is, too, is like is Israel still ended up giving them power and water. And water and food and humanitarian aid. Yeah. Which only now just got cut off. Yeah. Because, because of this what? whole attack. They're yeah. like, okay, you're going to attack us. Well, guess what? There goes your power. There goes your water. There goes your comms. Yeah. There goes your food. Now what? Now what? And even there, they just reopened the borders with Egypt to say, screw it. Go ahead and feed them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I do believe that Israel has met its obligations as a belligerent occupier, if you can even call them that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, I, I, if I say anything else, I'm going to end up going off on a tangent and getting canceled. So. I mean, I think I've made my opinions fairly clear. I think so. Um, although going on to the other side of the world with you know Egypt, Syria, well, Egypt needs to butt the fuck out. Jordan and it's Syria. The same side of the world. I know. You just say like going on to the other side of the world. That's the same side of the world. Right. And here's the thing: is Egypt has joined up with Russia, as mm-hmm. we know. Oh, I know. And Iran, mm-hmm. and obviously Brazil and China. They've created their own little NATO type thing. Jordan is Which is not good. No. Jordan and Syria, um, if you guys don't know, they're partners with NATO. And they're also partners with Israel. Which people are like surprised that Jordan is partnered with Israel, even because Jordan has supported Palestine for a long time. Mm-hmm. But Jordan recently came out and said, Yeah, we don't agree with this. This wasn't right. Yeah. Right? Because this was different. Because Prior to this attack, most of the attacks that have been against Israel and against um, Hamas, they've been restricted to military targets. Yeah. Uh, military bases, vehicles, and convoys. Mm-hmm. Which, and you know, makes sense. It's not necessarily right. No. You're still but... targeting people who may have very little to do with it. But it, it, by definition, yeah, it's a, it's a war, right? You're going to target military. For the record, I don't think I need to explain what the Geneva Conventions say. We're Canadian. We're kind of the reason that the Geneva Conventions exist, fun fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Canada committed enough war crimes in World War I that we have our own documents in Switzerland. Um, so the, the Geneva Conventions very clearly says that uh, belligerents in a war cannot target civilian uh, places of medical care, worship, education, Business or gatherings. But here's where Hamas flipped the script because that's where they started storing and utilizing as bases. Yes. Which therefore changes those buildings mm-hmm. from protected sites. Because the Geneva Conventions also says you cannot use those same buildings for military purposes. And, and that is why... It's okay. No, I'm not saying from a from a moral standpoint, but from, from like legal, the code, from a legal standpoint, right? From a legal, global, like, politics and global law reasoning, that's why it's okay that these places are getting hit. Is because that's what they're known to be utilized as. Yes. You know. So again, the Geneva <clears throat> Conventions very clearly says that if you do decide to use these, these are no longer protected targets. Yeah. They are now fair game. It is like how a, medic, how a combat medic uh, cannot use their weapon offensively yeah. because at that point they become a fair target. They are allowed to defend themselves, 
mm-hmm. up to and including deadly force. If, if that they're is, being targeted. Yes. But they should but not be targeted. They should not be targeted unless they target you first. Yeah. The Japanese learned that in World War II, and it cost them dearly. And to this day, the only people who will target medics and have been documented to do so, and I'm going to call them out on this, are the North Koreans, the Chinese, and the Russians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Vietnamese learned fuck around and find out and lost. Right? People say that America lost the Vietnamese in the Vietnam War. No, they just decided that it was too costly. Decided they packed up and went home. Yeah. And guess what? South Vietnam still won. Yeah. <laughs> um, Korea learned that message pretty hard, and they're still paying for it, and they will continue to pay for it until they stop deciding to be a little. Yeah. Yeah. Russia is learning that message now in Ukraine because they're targeting Ukrainian medics, and there's been warrants issued for Vladimir Putin. Yep. So I'm just waiting for the day that the International Criminal Court decides to say, screw it, and sends an invading army into Russia. I'll sign up for that. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I won't be there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so Russia is saying that they're starting to start sending money to Hamas. Ukraine is starting to say, screw this. So they're stepping up their attacks. Egypt is sending money to Russia, mm-hmm. and they're known to harbor Hamas. So this is becoming World War Three. Oh yeah, but I, I've been saying that since this whole thing started. Like here it is. Yep, I'm waiting We're here to, now. I'm waiting here on the draft. You pay your taxes, right? Oh yeah, great. I'm well aware. I'll be there too. Yep. <laughs> you said I will. Let me know how it goes. I won't be there. Yeah, you, yeah, no, you I probably will. will. Yeah, you'll probably be right beside me when it happens. Yeah. Well, you know what? I couldn't go down with a better man. I know. You know your shit. <laughs> Eh, we already have our own body armor. It's probably yeah. better than what they're going to give us anyways. Probably. Stack it up. Literally. There's ours. <laughs> Be good. Get a couple of rifles and... Uh... At least we got the communication down packed. We have to start running drills. Uh, probably. Let's go get our PALs. Anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've exhausted this topic. <sighs> it's, it's a shit show. Yeah. My heart goes out to the people over there. Me too. Know. Because, you know, just your average day Joe Schmo trying to run a business, for example, yeah. you know. But but I got to say about these protests and what these protesters need to understand is for, for those of us who have knowledge of what Hamas really is, your actions to a lot of us are attributed to the likeness of supporting a terrorist organization. Oh, 100%. And, I mean, you need to understand, too, is like, Governments around the world are also seeing you as such a thing. Yeah. Um, and the places that you're targeting, you know, high impact areas with lots of people, that's, that's this is already a volatile situation. And I think y'all adding to it um, is very problematic. Okay. I mean, so before we go, we're going to talk about one more thing. I sent you a video earlier. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. The Remembrance Day, Day ceremony. That is some of the most disrespectful shit that anyone can fucking do. During the moment of silence to remember our fallen veterans around the world, doesn't matter if you're Canadian. And that's the beautiful thing. Here's the thing, man. If you're fucking here, you're Canadian. You respect those fallen. And this dumb bitch, 
this stupid cunt decides to fucking scream out free Palestine in the middle of the moment of silence. And I'm so glad that that gentleman wearing the Union Jack laid it her. If I was there, she would have gotten slapped and I would have fucking laid her out. Mm-hmm. She, oh, I wanted. Mm. And she was right beside fucking military men too. Oh, did you see that Navy guy just turn and look at her with those glares? Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. so surprised the the Air Force pilot standing beside her, the captain, said nothing. Because if I were him, I would have laid her ass out. Mm-hmm. How the f- I would love to see what happened to her after the fact. How fucking dare you? Yeah. How fucking dare you? We, we've allowed them to breathe, man. Breathe. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, here's the thing, man. Y'all, y'all can say your piece... Every day of the week. We've let you say it every day of the week. We've let you take over our streets, our hubs. Um, but you, you no. That is that is too fucking far. And I think especially for something like that, you you need to get your shit checked. Um or start packing up and go the fuck home. Because to be a Canadian means you gotta have respect for, for institutions such as, as that. You know, Remembrance Day is not a small thing here. Because of it, you are here, and you need to fucking remember that. Plain I have and simple. Friends and family who've served and served. And at the end of the day, we we wouldn't. They wouldn't have a home. No. We we would. I'm fucking. I'm from Canada. My mm-hmm. family has been here since the wars, so I I'm fucking set here. But like for a lot of these people who are doing these protests and these activities, you're not born here, right? You you. These borders that have welcomed you, yeah. welcomed you as a result of the freedoms afforded to us, and therefore to you, as a result of these men and women. Yeah. To disrespect them like that on today, at any point today, especially during the moment is, of silence. Yes. That. Like fuck, man. Protest on Canada Day, all you want. Sure, but today, fine. no. Kindly get fucked. I, I, I wanted to see her get laid out so bad. Oh, I lost it when I saw that. How that was in f- Toronto too, right? Yeah. Of course. In the middle, in the front of the cenotaph. How fucking dare you? Yeah. It's fucked up. Not even fucked up. It's beyond fucked up. That's it's infuriating is what it is. Yeah. Um, today was Remembrance Day. Yes, and uh, I think something we've been doing recently. Well, been yes, to... yesterday when you're hearing the episode. Yeah, yesterday when you're hearing the day of recording is Remembrance Day. It's actually currently 11:28 p.m. And um, we've uh, kind of been giving shoutouts here and there. Yeah. Uh, to each and every episode, right? Yeah. Uh, the last time I think we recorded this episode. Uh, we gave a shout out to a, a guard who was killed in Pickering. Correct. And I'm yep. still going to shout him out. Uh, this is a, an older story now, but uh, over um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It was on Thanksgiving. Weekend. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day. It was a, a guard. Uh, Michael. I can't remember his name. Let me let me find it real quick. Um, his name was. If Google wants to load here. Be slow. So if I switch over to data. Yeah. 
Google's being slow. Michael Ferdinand. Michael Ferdinand. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Um, and he was killed in a, in an interaction, right? And he was a tactical guard, which uh, had a Pickering Casino with OES, right? Ontario Enforcement Services. Yeah. And they're uh, they're actually a fairly well good, like a fairly well known. I company. thought it was OBN. It's OES, isn't it? Oh, keep talking. But I think it was um, OBN. And um, very... it, was, it was OBS. It was OBS. Yeah. Because I remember they set up um, a, GoFundMe. a GoFundMe for him. Yes. So it was OBS. Yeah. And or OBN, sorry. Yeah. And they're um, they're fairly well known in in that area. Fairly big company out there. They're decent sized here too. Okay. Um, so we're gonna give a shout out to to them for their fallen guard, like we do. And um, we're also going to give a shout out to the men and women of the Canadian Armed Forces who served and continue to serve um, through peace and through through war. Because without them, we would not be Canadian or not. Yeah. Right. If if you're within this border, it's because of them. And it's because they have fought, bled, and died for the freedoms and rights that we enjoy today. Um, you might not agree with the government. You might not agree with anything that the government does. Trust me, uh, we have our opinions on that too. Ooh, but I'm really sorry to cut this off. There's been more information. Oh, they officially have a suspect. Good. Seventeen-year-old male. Good. <coughs> now they just need to hang him from the rafters, and I think we'll be good. Yeah. Agreed. Um. But, yeah, we're going to give a shout-out to the men and women of the Canadian Armed Forces. So to our Army, Navy, Air Force, Reserve, and uh, to our Rangers up north. Uh, we have five branches of the military. Mm-hmm. And um, to uh, all of the men and women out there who continue to serve and have served and who have lost loved ones, friends, family overseas. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I think uh, in post, we're going to put taps in. I think that's a good way to close. In post editing, just put a a section of taps. Just kind of close off with that. And uh, for uh, the episode where it goes up on Spotify, what we're going to do, I think for the background, we're just going to put a poppy up. Yeah, I think so. We'll open with our intro. We'll put taps out at the end and maybe see if we can fade it out to... um, Flanders Fields. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, right. uh, guys, it's been a pleasure. I know it's been a heated episode. Only a little bit. You feel better now? Uh, I, I, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was insane. All right. Well, welcome back to season two. Yeah. As you can tell, it's going to be a good season. So, uh, buckle up. Um, I've been Chad. I've been Eric. And this has been Secure. Your radio. There we go. Guys, be well. Be safe. And uh, see you all next time. See you all next time, guys. Peace.